Do you live in the South Florida area? Are you tired of renting and you're ready to own your own condo, townhome, or single-family home? Well, we have the perfect realtor for you. His name is George Fernandez, and he is with MLS Florida Realtor of Miami. He covers the Palm Beach, Broward, Dade, and Monroe County area. So stop dreaming and start living. Living in your own dream home, that is. You can contact him at 305-575-9281. Again, that's 305-575-9281. Or email him at George underscore Fernandez at MSN.com. Again, that's J-O-R-G-E underscore F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z at MSN.com. We promise your dream home is just a phone call away. Welcome back to Girl My Podcast. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Terry. And this is part two of Fetishes. How are you, my love? I'm fantastic. I've been super excited about part two because part one, we got so much great feedback. We did. So for those of you that didn't listen to last week's episode, you should definitely uh, pause this one, go back and listen. We did an episode on fetishes and we are continuing the part two of that episode. Um, so this is an adult triple X rated podcast episode. So definitely if you have your kiddos around or your parents, or you're at work, I would definitely wait to listen to this on a private time. Mm-hmm. So before we get into what we're going to talk about this week, is there anything you want to update anybody with? Um, not really, girl. Just a I, typical homeowner bullshit. I hear you, girl. If anybody <laughs> cares, I finally got my Peloton. Whoop, whoop. Woo-hoo! Thank yeah. God I got it last night. So I will definitely be getting my spin on in the next day or so. It's all set up, ready to go. So I'm super excited about that. But I agree with you. I just kind of want to jump into this because we did get a lot of good feedback. And I know people have been itching for part two of fetishes. So what is a fetish? A fetish means that for the person who is into them, um, it's an object manner of dress or specific scenario that takes on a magical quality and has deeper meaning and becomes part of their favorite sexual experiences or are sometimes absolutely required for satisfying sexual release. So on this week's episode for the fetishes, we are going to be talking about bestiality, zoophilia, adult baby, amarashi, squashing, blumpkin, clumpkins, and our fan favorites, feet. Are you excited, Carrie? <laughs> we ready for the feet, y'all. And I can hear Luna in the background. So hopefully you guys saw her on our Instagram. She is our executive producer of Girl Why, and she is there with Terry today doing what she does best, which is chewing on her bone. <laughs> I got to distract her or she'll yeah, be no. in my lap. I love her. And actually, <laughs> I got like some of the most likes we've ever gotten. So, hey, people love her. But anyways, I want to jump right in. So what is bestiality? So bestiality refers to any and all sexual relations between a human and an animal. The term is derived from the term of bestial, which refers to that which is beast-like and displays inhuman instincts and desires. When a human has sexual relations with an animal, it is called bestiality. This includes intercourse, masturbation, and having one's genitals licked by animals. Bestiality is commonly associated and confused with zoophilia. Zoophilia refers to arousal due to the thought of sexual relations between humans and animals. Bestiality is a controversial topic as animals obviously cannot consent to having sex with a human. It is also a topic of moral debate. Acts like this are bestial and proposed to be sinful and unacceptable by many, by many religious and uh, legislators. Bestiality is illegal in, more, in many countries, yet it continues to exist as a genre of pornography. So that's the question. Um, it is illegal, but we have tons of porn on it. I've never seen a porn like that. Honestly, I, I never want to. That I think that would scar me for life. It. I'm going to go ahead and say, I, 
think that's disgusting. They should lock y'all sickos up. I, well, I, wait. I don't I, Listen to this. So I was obviously researching. So in a Vice article, I read a quote by someone who obviously was anonymous, but this is what the person said in quotes. My dog will always make a strange little bark and will always try to lick my feet or my head with a very slight lick and then lay on his back, continuing with that little bark until I respond. If I do respond, he will either jump on me and fuck me like crazy or he will turn his back to me, wanting me to do the same to him. Like I'm, my question I, I, to no, that person no. would be hell no. I'm fucking calling the cops right now. Fucking 911. Who is this? I knew you were gonna freak out because you're a dog lover. And I mean I love dogs too. My question to this person, it's anonymous, obviously. They're not gonna put themselves oh. out there. Um, is okay. I've had plenty of dogs in my life, whether it's like friends, family, our own. I've never had a dog jump on me and say <laughs> Like, how do you get there with your animal? Like, that's what I don't get. And how he do you think that the dog is telling Oh, Like, I've had, like, a dog hump my ankle before. Like, that's if normal. it hasn't been fixed. But, like, yeah, they hump this dude like peanut butter all over his asshole. What a sick fuck. Yeah. No, I'm calling the cops. I, I, I take it you're <laughs> not into bestiality is what you're telling us. Oh, yeah. I think of all the fetishes, that would be my, uh, I would be running. Like, last week. I don't know what, I don't even remember what yours was that you said you would fucking haul ass, call the taxi cab. Mine would, I would call the cops. What was mine? Let me see what I did last week. Uh, Armpit, balloon, yoni, impact play, tickling, furries. I mean, like I told you last week, the only one I was down with was, was the yoni. I'll stick an egg in my vagina and do some kegels all day. The rest were all like, not for me personally. Yeah, it's not for me either. But like, if somebody said that they have an armpit fetish, I wouldn't like run away and call the police. Like, yeah. but if they said that they like fuck goats in the ass and dogs and sheep and horses, yeah, then no. yeah, I would be uh, heading for the hills, y'all. That's some sick shit right I'd there. Be grabbing all the dogs in the neighborhood just in case. Uh, yeah. Whew. Yeah, I'm not down with bestiality either personally. Um, I don't like to be too judgy, but I'm with Terry. They need to call the popo on these people. Yeah, fuck no. <laughs> And you know, you like, like I think you don't want to be judging, but... feel free to trash us, but like hell, hell no. Hell. And you know the crazy part is I was researching, it's not just like a dog, it's horses and like you yeah. said, sheep and cows and llamas and whatever I guess they can get their hands on, I'm guessing, you know, like I don't know where like if there's a limit. I assume a tiger, you're not sticking your dick in a tiger's ass because you're gonna eat your ass up alive, I'm thinking. Um I'm pretty but sure it goes beyond dog. Like a farm animal. I don't like, know. Like I think and it was I, like a sheep or some shit like that. You know what I wonder also is, like, how do people? And I would love to ask someone who would be willing to be honest, even if you guys want to remain anonymous. I'm fine with keeping you anonymous. I would love to know like how this fetish even begins, because again, it's just it's so far from the norm that how do you even discover that that is a fetish of yours to begin with? You know what I mean? I, I guess because it's on the pornos. I guess people are looking them. I don't know. I, I don't know. I know that is not going to be anything on my history. I, I, me and you can get drunk and watch the fucking feet stuff all day, all night. But I am not watching anybody fuck a horse. Oh, no, I'm right. good. I saw it once years ago, like years ago, oh. and it was the most like, like even talking about it, I'm like ready to puke. It is the most disgusting thing on the face of the planet. I watched it for like one second. I was like, this is fucking atrocious. Um, I was young. I remember it's like you know when kids try to show you shit or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck watches this shit kind of thing? And that's the only time I've ever seen it. And again, it was like 
probably a porno or whatever. I don't even remember. This was so many years ago, but no, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. Yeah. No, I want you. I want you to jump into the next one, Adult Baby, because I have a lot to say about this one. Oh, Adult Baby. So the official term, according to Wikipedia, is paraphilic infantilism. Mm-hmm. It's described as a sexual fetish that involves role-playing a regression to an infant-like state. Babies and infants are entirely dependent on an adult. And for those with an adult baby fetish, it's that total dependency aspect, which is enticing. The fulfillment may come from not only taking the role of the baby, but also combining other kinks with the dependency aspects. Diaper-loving adult babies, adult babies who wear diapers, (laughs) some just urinate. Others go all the way and, you know, like take shits. Mm. Some adult babies prefer to be forced to do their toileting in the diaper. For example, they want to be put in bondage so they're unable to visit the toilet and instead need to endure the consensual torment and consequential humiliation of wetting their diaper. All I know, I ain't wiping nobody's ass, Terry. Straight up. I am not. I have a weak ass stomach. If I have some man, I'm not married, so I, I think I'm gonna I bit that bullet already. I'm good to go. But if Ricardo said this is I'm throwing out a diaper, oh <laughs> I'm out of there, girl. I'm God. out, help me out. I, I cannot again another one. How do you get into this shit where you say, hmm, I'm gonna throw a diaper on and take a dump on myself and have my lady or man clean it up? Yeah, wipe your hairy asshole. Oh, like as a um, adult. That's crazy. And like I have seen like not like porns, but like I've seen like on like documentaries, people who have these fetishes and stuff, and they legit act like overgrown babies, like with the crying and the whining and yeah. like, oh, wait, my butt and it, like, excuse me. And I saw one girl, I think it was on TLC, like uh-huh. that was like rolling around in the crib. I think that one was really popular. You probably saw it too. She had like her adult diaper on. She's like me, me. And the crazy part is not what only do people enjoy doing these things. To themselves, and then there's people who enjoy participating and being like the mommy or daddy or like whatever your role, like whatever you call yourself. I would say have have a real baby, but I don't want y'all to do that either. Just, just I I don't know to keep. They don't even have no real babies because it's a sexual thing. I think at some point, (laughs) so we don't need that. Um, All I have to say is barf. Do Do you know what this one reminds me of? Tell me, Sex in the City. Did you watch the whole series? You did it? So I was addicted to that for like years. I watched mom, a ton of episodes, but I never watched it from like start to finish. Like my mom bought me all the DVDs like of the entire like season. I would just watch them over and over again when I couldn't afford cable. So there was one episode where Samantha, the like the slutty blonde one, she got these fake nipples because she like wanted her nipples to always look hard and like this halter top. So immediately she puts these like fake like suction cup nipples on and she like attracts this older man Uh and like he's like good looking comes over seems really normal. So then they go to fuck and he's like doing the baby talk. Oh my. Do do you want daddy to lick your little nipples? Oh no. Is the baby talk necessary? And then he disappears and then he goes into a closet and he's like in a, like diaper. a tantrum. 
he's in a diaper, like throwing a tantrum with a pacifier in his mouth, and she fucking like runs. That's what I think of every fucking time. The well, nipples attracted the baby. Okay, imagine like we've talked about before, like you go on a date with a guy and like, let's say you're feeling the date and you said, you know what, fuck it. I'm taking him home tonight, whatever, no big deal. And he starts doing that. What the hell are you going to do? Um, This is a, around the zoophilia bestiality shit for me. I would run. I, you're out of there? Yeah, I might call the cops too. I'm going to say this is probably a known predator. I don't know if he's in the system yet, but he should be. Uh, help, <laughs> help. I'm with you, girl. Like I said, I can't imagine like some grown ass man, like you said, with their hairy assholes, talking about yeah. wipe my ass, taking a dump in my diaper. And shit. No, well, <laughs> like, and like I said, I mean, forget the yeah, whole like it would be part. like man shit. It would be a huge ass man shit. <laughs> Hell no, that's disgusting. I would die. Like between the vomiting, I would die straight up. I have a weak ass stomach. They probably like suck on a fucking fake nipple and then they like spit up on themselves like <laughs> Luna doesn't even like it I can hear her back there she's over it she thinks it's disgusting <laughs> too alright so I guess so far on today's episode we are zero for zero on anything that we're trying yeah. I don't think any of these no, um, fetishes I don't think I would do any of them honestly these are like, the extreme ones yeah <laughs> we, we, so that's why we save them for part two. We only save feet for this one because, you know, we have a we have a feet following. <laughs> and I love my feet fan, so I had to make sure we did that one good. So the next one is... Um, Amarashi. Amarashi. What is it, Terry? I never heard of it till you brought it up. I had neither. This one kind of blew my mind. So Omarashi, sometimes abbreviated as Omo, is a form of fetish subculture originating and predominantly recognized in Japan, in which participants experience arousal from having a full bladder or wetting themselves, or from seeing someone else experiencing a full bladder or wetting themselves. That sounds painful. Again, that's a hell no. And people's bladders burst. So, like, do most of them end up in the hospital? That's what I'm thinking, because I know, like one holding your pee isn't good and then like to the point where it's like painful like that that's got to be painful and like yeah you probably need like bladder repair surgery i don't know i am not going to be holding my pee poop or pooping on anybody or doing any of those things i don't know anybody who's personally into that so i don't, I don't either but uh, again back to like the hbo series euphoria was one of them mm -hmm. and like, I, 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 I love the show and she like held her bladder, but only because she liked being in the hospital. I think it wasn't more of like a sexual That's thing. Like, she um, like a hypochondriac. She like disorder. wanted the meds, I guess. So like she gotcha. held her pee until she like her bladder busted and then she was in the hospital and like the hospital was like her happiest place, which was weird, but Got it. I, I don't think that one was a sexual thing. I don't know. I've never met anyone that's into this. Have you? No. No, and if they are, they haven't told me about it. <laughs> so I'm not going to say I've never met anybody, but if they are, they have not uh, shared that information with me. So I don't know. And like I said, honestly, I think that one just sounds unhealthy and painful. I Yeah. like I can't see that being good for you. There's nothing worse than like having to pee so fucking bad and not having a toilet. Correct. Like, you know how many times I've gone out? And then the pee pee dance in my elevator because like I'm yeah. trying to hurry up and get upstairs and like I feel like I'm gonna explode and it's not because it's it's, it's a sexual feeling good thing it's because I drink no. too much and I'm dying I don't know how people do it like no no thank you <laughs> sorry 
again, I'm not judging. Like, do whatever you want to do. For me personally, yeah. none of these things are for me. Not at all. I mean, that's like the adult baby thing. I don't know. It, that seems kind of like pedophilia to me. Like, like I, I think that you would be pedophile kind of. Like, maybe you're not. Maybe you are. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't know if you are or not, but like I said, I ain't wiping no grown ass man shit. Yeah. Straight up. No. <laughs> but, or grown but, but, Either one. I'm not wiping no grown person shit, period. But this one, I wouldn't judge. I would just be like, um, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. And I'd be like, are you healthy? Is my How many question. times have you gone to the hospital? Are your kidneys okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with you. So are we going to get into the next topic? Yes, because this one I don't know anybody who's into, but I've heard of it. I've seen pornos on it. It's not the most uncommon fetish. It's squashing. What is squashing, Terry? When a big bitty sits on your face and she suffocates you until you almost die. Or he, whatever you're into. <laughs> no, yeah. I've only seen it with women. Oh, I don't no, know. I've, you've I've, seen I've, men like sit on skinny women's oh, no, faces. You're right. No, you're right. I think oh, I've only seen women sit on men's faces. You're right. And, and a lot of it, I'm super scrawny. Yes, I have seen that. You're right. Maybe it is just the girls sitting on guys' faces, squishing them yeah. to death. And they're big bitches. Like right. big bitches. And like, I've seen it like where the people pass out. Like right. straight up. Like gone. And they come back and they're like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? I mean, again, my question is, how healthy is that? I mean, um, you're, you're losing oxygen to your brain, which is not good. And then again, like my also my question would be like for the person doing the squashing, like meaning sitting on the person's face, suffocating them, is like the person eating them out and that's their pleasure? Or I mean, I assume you're not even able to eat them out if you're like suffocating them, they can't even move. I would yeah, imagine. I don't I mean, so. How can you really if someone's like doing that, like get your tongue or anything going? So like you're not getting pleasure. I'm thinking, I'm I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming you're not getting pleasure from that because again, they're suffocating. So how much can they really do? So I'm guessing they're getting off on the suffocation part of it. I think for the woman, it's more of a dominating thing. I was going to say, it's probably like a dominatrix type thing, I'm guessing. And then for the man, it's being dominated or maybe they don't like to breathe or I don't know. Because there's also that weird thing where I've seen on the internet where like these scrawny little guys like want to feed their woman until she like turns into my 600 pound life. Oh, and, like, rubs, like have... chicken grease all over her face. Like, oh, yes. I remember growing up, you know, Mari Povich, I'm sure everybody knew, you know, not well, yeah. daddy drama. He used to do like specials like that where these men would come on and they'd have these women and they would feed them like fucking in a breakfast. Like I remember this one woman, her breakfast was like 16 sausages, like two dozen eggs, you know, you name it, like, like kind of like 600 pound life. But then they would do it because he just want her to get bigger and bigger and bigger because and, like, that's what we love. Yeah. And like what I don't get about that, too, is. I think that's selfish because she's probably going to die. Yeah. Maybe that's not probably. part of it. She's definitely going to die sooner than she, she shed. You know what I mean? Not probably. She's definitely going to die. Um, but you're like Check taking a bucket care. of chicken from fucking KFC and feeding her ch- uh, hot chicken wings and fucking ranch. And, and, and it ain't one chicken wing. It's a whole bucket for one person. Yeah, and bucket. that's just like the appetizer. Right. And then okay. they have another meal and then they rub the grease all over them. Yes. And then they, they just sit there and like their legs look so tiny in comparison to their body. Like they just stick out. And then like this scrawny little motherfuckers like shoving more food in their face. And then my question is like, because it is usually, like you said, a really big person with a little skinny dude. How does he even get it in? I don't care how big he he is compared to that size. I don't know how he gets it in. He just picks a body part. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. 
Because role the, the more roles you have, the more yeah. options you have to stick yeah. it in. So it's kind of like the armpit fetish from part one. Like it I looks like, like a revelation. A, I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It looks like a vagina. And then yeah. they like pick and choose what they're going to go in that day, which role. Got it. I was going to say, because like, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but like, I don't even see how they could even get it in the vagina at least. So that makes perfect, perfect sense. Yikes. Maybe it's just a, a, a role thing. I don't know. But All right. I want to do my next favorite because I've been, I can't stop talking about it since you told me about it. So I've never heard about it, about this. Maybe I'm green. I don't freaking know. <laughs> Has anybody else ever heard of bumpkins? I have not until recently. And a bumpkin refers to the delicate art of giving someone a blowjob. But not just a regular blowjob, people. This means that you're sucking and licking their genitals while they sit in the toilet and take a shit. Um, you can also perform fellatio on a man while he does his poop. Uh, try not to inhale through your nose <laughs> or take a, or you're going to gag. And also be careful in terms of cleanliness as literally you're eating shit is probably not a good idea. Uh. But wait, before we talk about it, there also is a, a female equivalent to Blumpkins. And you want to know what that is, Terry? I know you do. It's a clumpkin. <laughs> which oh. is... The same thing, but the girl's now taking a dump on the toilet, and the guy or the girl, whatever, is eating her out while I'm she's sorry, fit. clump? You said clumpkin? Yes, like see, like cat, L, like Larry. Yeah, clumpkin. Fucking fuck. First of all, another one. How do you, like, one day you're sitting on the toilet doing your business, and you're like, oh, I really wish someone would just, like, come eat me out, like, right now while I push, push this turd out? Uh, how does that even happen? How do you even, how do these things cross your mind? Um, I actually, well, I told you about Blumpkins. I know. I, you're like, oh, we're doing Blumpkins. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck a Blumpkin is. The only reason I know about it is because I do have a friend, God bless her heart, that has done a Blumpkin. And the way she describes it is, you know, they were in a long-term relationship and he would shit with the door open and then he'd be like, come suck my dick. And she would do it. <laughs> like... <laughs> Did you ask her questions? She, I was like, did it smell? Like, she basically was saying, I was so drunk that I, I don't even remember if it smelled. Gotcha. But on what I, you know, Call Her Daddy is one of my favorite podcasts. Mm -hmm. We talked about Blumpkins and like what, like this exact topic. And I remember one of them saying, like, <laughs> what would you do if like, they dropped a turd and like the toilet water like went into Flash. the mouth. Yeah, oh, and it splashed exactly. And I like spit. I was listening to it on the way home, and I like spit all over my fucking windshield. Like, no, that's disgusting. Hell no, that's disgusting. But like, yeah, what if it was like not a solid shit? What if it was like little like rabbit pellets, and it was like oh, pew, 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 just splashing oh, no. on your chin? Can you fucking imagine? Oh. No, like, you know me, I have a weak stomach, so no, I can't. Like, I will barf. I And it's not just, like, it's. I just have a weak stomach. Like, I will barf very easily. That would make me barf. Yeah. I don't even like to pick up Luna's shit outside. Like, I, I, right. <laughs> I don't even want to smell my own shit, let alone be sucking dick while I'm smelling this guy's shit. Sorry. But Clumpkin, that's that's a new one. I've never heard of that thing. I'm... I didn't hear about it until I researched Blumpkins, and then it took me to Clumpkins. <laughs> Um, that's how I figured that there's a female version of it as well, which makes sense. There's usually one for everybody. Yeah. I didn't so, think that being a dominating thing too. 
Like, yeah. I also read that. Like shit. Well, I also read like for guys, the reason they like it. And again, if you're into Blumpkins, let us know if this is like why. Um, that they like to basically have like a turd coming out right when they're about to like ejaculate. Mm-hmm. And I guess the pressure of like both is like, you know, super orgasmic, I guess you would say. Oh. I guess <laughs> like fireworks in the background going off and shit. Um, and that's why people that enjoy Blum- that's how the people that enjoy Blumpkins enjoy them, I guess, is to explode in more ways than one. <laughs> I, I mean, I, get, here's my solution to that. Get a pocket pussy and then take Ugh. a shit with that. Don't put my face down there. Ugh. Oh, you will not. Help. It's not even an option. Like, it's straight up not even an option. <laughs> to my friend who has, I know she's not listening to this because she has two kids now. Well, listen, we're not judging. <laughs> do what you do, girl. We're going to talk about it, but do what you do, girl. Yeah. Don't let us hold you back. But anyways, is it time? For the best one. The best one. So we're going to talk about feet. Now, this one, I think we need to prefix a little bit. So when we first started podcasting a few months back, we gained a feet following. And um, we now have some fans that are that have uh, feet fetishes and they have actually become some of our best fans, believe it or not. They're great supporters. So we owed this, this is kind of almost how this whole, ep- these two episodes came about is learning about these feet fetish fans of ours kind of just started opening up our, our, our eyes into what other fetishes are out there. And again, I'm sure we've covered like close to nothing compared to everything that's probably out there. So we definitely decided that we had to save the best for last, which is going to be about feet fetishes. Um, Terry. Shout out to New York. There's a lot of feet people out there in New York. Yes, there are, which is surprising because, like, New York is, like, you know, it's upstate where it's cold a lot, so your feet are covered a lot, so I'm kind of surprised. Like, here, yeah, obviously, our toes are, could be. Like, I would think here in Florida, because, you know, we wear sandals so much, your toes are always out, but why don't you read to everybody what a foot fetish is, what you've learned, blah, 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 and then we'll talk about it, because I feel like we have a lot to say about it. All right, so a foot fetish it's is... a little long, guys. Bear with her. <laughs> yeah, bear with me. Whew. Should I get a sip of water? A foot fetish is a sexual interest in feet. In other words, feet, toes, and ankles turn you on. This particular preference for feet can vary from person to person. Some people are turned on by just looking at feet. Others may find painted nails, jewelry, or other adornments appealing. A foot fetish is considered a mainstream sexual kink. It's more commonly talked about and understood than some other types of fetishes. Clearly, because I think the other ones are fucking... hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. our feet are covered with nerve endings and nerve endings equal greater, often more intense sensations. Tickling, rubbing and massaging may all feel immensely better on feet. One psychological element of a foot fetish is humiliation. Feet are often considered below people. That is, some people think of feet as a lowly body part. That sets up having your feet on their body as a form of power play or being put in their place. Submission, domination is a power play for some couples. Feet are just one part of that structure. If your partner has a foot fetish, they may want you to treat them like a human footrest. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen them. They find satisfaction in letting you have domination over them so that they can worship your feet. If you have, 
a foot fetish, you may find it thrilling to kneel at your partner's feet, adore them, and diminish yourself for them. You may encourage them to put their feet all over your body, forcing you into a position of submission. Some people enjoy smelling your stinky feet after a good workout or a three-day-old socks. Others enjoy watching you and another person fondle each other with your toes and feet. You know, some of our feet followers, when I posted about the Peloton arriving here, I got some messages of how excited they were that I was going to now have stinky, sweaty feet. So that is yeah. a real thing. They like that. What do, do you think it is, your, though, Terry? Like, do they want to buy your socks? Probably. I'm going <laughs> to give it to the best going rate. Um, This is the one fetish that I'm, like, if somebody I was dating told me I am obsessed with feet. I'd be like, okay. I would be okay with it too, as long as we do other things as well. Yeah. Like it can't be all about like me giving you a foot job. It would have to be like a mix. Like mm -hmm. if you want to like suck my toes, that's fine. That's like kind of moderately like whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> I agree. But my thing is I don't, I can't wrap my head around the smelliness of the socks. Like I get the revealing thing. Like some people with feet fetishes like to see videos of girls, like slowly taking their socks off and like teasing them. Like, Oh, mm -hmm. here are my toes. Yeah. I don't understand like the smelly thing, like what that does. I don't, I don't understand it. And people I'm sure will probably let us know. I think maybe it has to do with something like, it's your particular, because, you know, everybody has their own sweat smell, you know? Yeah. So maybe it's, like, your particular odor that they're into kind of thing, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, like, and, again, I don't know for a fact, but maybe just because, like I said, everybody has their own sweat smell, and maybe they get into your sweaty feet smell. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just, it's a guess. It's a straight-up guess. Um, But, like you said, I'm okay with... If a guy, like if I was single and a guy said, hey, I'm into feet, I want to suck your toes, lick the bottom of your soles, things like that. As long as, like you said, it was other things besides just yeah. that, I could deal. Like if, I, if he had all the other right things going for him, I could deal. It's not my fetish personally. So like I would need more than just you sucking on my toes to get off personally. But that's just me. But there also, there there's people that like they take pride and I don't want to say, but I do know this from personal experience, being, <laughs> able, being able to pick out your toenail polish color and then you telling them the color of your toenail polish and then them imagining your toes in it and then like them helping you pick your toenail polish color so that they can think about your feet. So there is a small form of dominating there because by telling you what color to choose and then you do it. It is, I would say, a much smaller form of dominating, right? Wait, really? I well, was like telling you what to do, and you're doing it. Maybe that's part of the reason they're also oh. turned on, you know, because they're controlling your nail polish color. I'm guessing, as simple as it may be, it's just a polish color. I get it. It's not like they're like controlling your life, but in their mind, because that is something that they're into, I'm guessing that it might be like a dominating factor. And again, I don't know. I could be wrong. It's just my opinion. I didn't think about that. I would, be. Because, you know, I'm the type of person, I'm not picky about nail polish colors because they grow out and then it mm -hmm. falls off. So mm -hmm. I normally, like, ask the person doing my nails, can you just pick anything? Yeah, we know. And they never <laughs> match her hands, ever. It <laughs> me nuts. I'm like, who does that? Only Terry. What? I did not but, know you felt this way about me. 
I yeah, I mean, it's not my style personally. I like to be coordinated, hands and feet. The only way you can do something different on your feet is if it's French. You know? Uh, but what about if you have white white toenails? And then you well, I'm tan, so white. I usually do white toenails because they look good on me. Yeah. You're pastier, so I get it. <laughs> I still do white toenails, you fucking bitch. I love me, white. Me and Vanessa got pedicures together after work for years. And I didn't yeah. know until just now that she was secretly judging my selection and polish this whole fucking time. Well, guys, don't you think it's weird? Like, especially nowadays, because we do gel and they usually have the matching color. And Terry will do like a completely different color on her toes. It's weird. But hey, girl, get it how you live. Well, listen, if it's a time of year that I am I know I'm only going to wear flats and I'm going to be too lazy for heels, then I'm going to be the only one looking at them. And then it's more about me, like, having my foot rubbed and, like, taking care of my toenails, oh. like, being, like, in shape. Like, that's what I really care about. The color, I, I don't I don't care. I like it all. I like them to rub my feet. I like to have a nice color to match my hands. I like the whole shebang. So... I wanted to talk about, because I don't know if many people remember this. This was back in 2010, mm-hmm. Rex Ryan, who mm-hmm. you'll see him on the Sunday like football morning show. He was an NFL coach for many years. He coached the New York Jets at the time. And he had a kinky, kinky foot fetish. And some videos got released where this girl was hanging her feet out the window like, and it sounded like he was talking to her, like, oh, yeah, basically, like, curling her toes and, like, doing the most. And everything got leaked on the internet, of course. And they took it as, like, a time to, like, shame Rex Ryan. And Rex Ryan literally didn't give him the satisfaction. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Like, Good. <laughs> Honestly, like you read earlier, it's actually one of the more commonly researched fetishes because people are more open to say, yeah, I'm in defeat kind of thing. Instead of like, people are not really out there screaming, I like clumpkins and blumpkins and <laughs> I like to dress like an adult baby, but people don't have shame in their feet fetish. So yeah, people are like, whatever. I like to suck toes, look at toes, all the above. So it doesn't shock me so much. Yeah, but and like he, I said, he owned it. And then at all of his press conferences, he's like, I, I know you guys are going to ask me this question, frontwards, backwards, sideways, however you're going to ask it, but I'm going to, it's personal. Mm-hmm. Like, meh. Good for him. Yeah. Do, do I like feet? Uh, who cares the fuck if I do? And it literally was the, I think, the fastest dying story in the NFL with anybody that was like had that much. I don't know. It's kind of like when the Patriots owner got caught for prostitution. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was they, they tried to make it into this huge fucking thing. And by him not giving a fuck is what made it die off. So you I do work for, that. for that, Rex Ryan. Same. And then tell me we have other types of feet fetishes because some are not even into the actual foot at all. It's more about the shoe. Oh, like Christian Louboutins. (laughs) (laughs) So some of them, it's not about the feet. I don't know if it's about the woman wearing the foot, wearing the shoe itself, wearing the foot. Well, I know men like women in heels and stuff like that. So I could see that. Yeah. So one of them was actually a serial killer. So if you guys are into shoes, I apologize. This is not to attack you. I was you're going to kill their dream. So Jerry Brudos, who, if you guys watch Mindhunters on Netflix, it was um, really good. I highly recommend it. Mindhunters. 
Mm-hmm. He was featured on there. He was in jail. And his thing wasn't necessarily the feet, but he had found a woman's spike-heeled shoe one day in a junkyard when he was a child. He brought it home and it sparked his infatuation with women's shoes until his entire adulthood. And then I don't really know the transition because I mean, we're not like, we're not crime junkie. I'm not going to say what turned him into like a, like a murderous human being, but his thing was like, he would get aroused by looking at a healed women's shoe, like a pointed stiletto. I could say that. Like I said, I know a lot of men love to see women in heels because it rises their butt and things like that and elongates the leg. So I could see how people are into it. Yeah. Hey, listen, whatever tickles your boat, if you like kinky foot videos, if you like sweaty feet, you know, stinky feet, greasy feet, crusty ones, live your best foot life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girl. What else do we have left for this week? Just your reviews? Yep. I believe reviews is all we have left this week. And... They were going to be on sex toys, but as we said last week, I mean, I was kind of disappointed in the Amazon sex toy reviews. Basically, it was just that people beat the shit out of each other with these things and they crack like wooden shit in half. Like they paddle and then crack it in half. And I I don't know if they're used for murder or what. Mm -hmm. Lubricant, they review that too, but basically everybody breaks out into a rash and I'm not trying to read about that. Yeah, it's pretty basic. Nobody really cares about your rashy vagina or dick. So, <laughs> Vanessa sent this to me because I've had a slow week. So, I appreciate that, Vanessa. I got you, girl. So, this is for Dokalax. The lax- a laxative. A laxative tablet. And we know this is, like, far the fuck off from what we were just talking about. But, I don't know. Like, maybe we turned on some feet people a little bit. And then now we got the like, blumpkin people. Yeah. want to get really into the blumpkin. <laughs> Clumpkin people. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we got to ruin it here. So no. <laughs> back to reality, guys. Back to regular podcasting starts now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this one, the title is Death Would Have Been Welcome. Only a masochist would label this pill as being gentle. Seriously? What the fuck? I had foot surgery and a week on narcos left me sitting through the medicine cabinet, sifting through the medicine cabinet for some help in this area. I found this innocent looking box in the cupboard. It sounded so soothing, like sweet relief, so gentle, like a good friend who would rub my back and help me through the bad times. I took two and I waited. Within three hours, the cramping began, coming in waves. I would hobble to the bathroom and nothing, nothing except of course the debilitating nausea, rolling, searing cramps, hot sweats, alternating with cold, trembling chills, vomiting, moaning, and pleas to just make it stop. My good friend, that little gentle Dokalax, had me freaking, had freaking pushed me out of a moving bus in a roundabout and was just swinging around in circles, hitting me again and again. After about two to three hours of unbearable cramps and throwing up with no results, things started. Which meant explosive and cramping diarrhea, dizziness, shaking, and the worst smell I've ever smelled in my life. (laughs) After an hour of that, things started to become fuzzy. I looked at the bathroom ceiling light with half-open eyes 
and I wondered if I was still even alive. Oh my gosh. I'm now lying quietly on my bathroom floor in a sweat-soaked blanket with a bottle of water next to me. The night is passing. I know this because I measure time in the searing waves of gut-wrenching diarrhea. (laughs) I can only wait for morning and the time when I will even have enough strength to plot the vengeance on this deceitful and masochistic Dokalex Corporation. Mm. Well then, I close my eyes and take comfort in the coolness of my bathroom floor. They big man. Ooh, buddy. Mm-hmm. So how many times are going to lose two pounds? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was very in-depth. But since you had surgery, I think... I think it might not all be the pill. Could be. Like, because I, I have... Well, the medications, they make yeah. it really hard. So yes. take it when you're on Percocet, and then you can't shit because that stuff, like, constipates you to high hell. If you're on Percocet, mm-hmm. you don't shit for days. You feel like you're never going to shit again. And then you Yeah, I've never it. had surgery to do that, but I've, I've known people, and yeah, it's bad. Yeah, like, and then you want to eat so bad just to shit. And I remember after one of my surgeries, I was like, it was a cosmetic surgery. And I was like... Mom, I want a steak. I want a big steak. <laughs> mm. So she gets mm. it to me and like, like I projectile vomited all over my room. Like I couldn't even make it to the bathroom. And but I still couldn't shit. I don't know what it has against your colon, these these fucking drugs, but mm. I don't know. We'll see, because there's another one. <laughs> okay. Number two. Six PM. I attempt to work out at Orange Theory, blow everybody off the treadmill with my bad gas, spend rest of class in the bathroom, knocks on the door periodically from others who probably had a good sense to not use the stuff. 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Stomach cramps, gas, sweats, dizziness, explosive diarrhea. Mm. Family likely considers fleeing. Husband wisely decides to adopt the downstairs bathroom. Mm-hmm. Next day, instead of getting ready for work, I spend an hour on the porcelain throne with my explosive diarrhea. 10 a.m. I excuse myself from a work meeting. Dash oh, hell no, I would have called in. Barely making it, promptly clear the bathroom with more of my gas and diarrhea. 12. Excuse yourself from a meeting with your boss in favor of blowing out said bathroom again. Colleagues all hate you. 12 to 4 p.m. Repeat. Five. Leave work mortified, hoping you still have a job in the morning. Online, <laughs> no pun intended, constipation is better than this. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I would have called in straight up. Yeah, and I think that some of the people that I've worked with in the past have definitely used this stuff. Dulcolax. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes, you know, you smell it from the hallway. And not even at my current job, like, at jobs in the past, I used to have this woman that would light matches every time she would poop. And this was my first office job. So I immediately was like, holy shit, like the building's on fire. And I was like, Laura, it smells in the bathroom like, like, like fire. Like is something burning? We were on the third floor and she sent me a message and said, XYZ, she lights matches when she poops to hide the smell. 
Which is a true fact, but I don't think you're supposed to do that at work. <laughs> I don't know, like in the third, because there's only two stalls in there. Like it was a very intimate, tiny bathroom, I remember. And I literally thought the building was burning down my fucking 20 year old ass. Like, ha! Ah, fire! People at our job could, we need to throw them some matches. They need to light themselves on fire. Just <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Anything else you want to talk about before we close out for this week? Nope. Just that we are now on Thursdays. We are now on Thursdays, as you will see when this episode comes out. Um, also, if you have certain things that you want to hear about, you want us to talk about, send us a DM, send us a message, some smoke signals, whatever, sound the alarm. Because um, we'd love to talk about things that you're interested in as well, not just our topics. But anyways, with all that said, we want to thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please leave us a five-star review. If you hated it, walk the fuck away. Exactly. If you're not already following us on social shows, yeah, social media, find us on Instagram at girl underscore Y underscore podcast and Facebook and Twitter at Girl Y Podcast. Thanks again. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Girl Y. Have a great week, guys. Bye.